want to say happy birthday. <laughs> Yo, 27's what I am, it's your boy Fat Love and I'm rocking that stand I might not like it when I listen to it back Will I wanna hit the post, will I wanna see what I got to show But I'm here on the pod, rocking mic for you Trying to say it's my birthday, 27 years past I don't really see where I'm going in the future But I know it's coming fast Life it really doesn't slow down I'm really meaning that it does not slow down But that's okay, even though I'm close to 30 My youth is behind me, but hey, I'm going, going forward Moving every step closer to a goal, to a dream I just gotta hold on, I cannot give up If I give up, what do I gotta show except nothing Hey mama, I know you raised a good boy You tried hard to make sure I was grounded with good morals And treat the ladies right I wanna know that you did your job right Cause I love you and I love the fam And all the friends in my life got love for them And I can't believe that I'm turning 27 But here I am already being 27 And in a second, I don't really understand where I'm gonna end this rhyme, where I'm gonna end the stand, but I gotta say, thank you so much. I love you guys. You're so wonderful, and it's been a really, really good birthday weekend for me, and I love you guys. Really, I mean that. Howdy, hello, and welcome to episode 61 of Fat Love Talk. The birthday podcast. Here we are, another year around the sun, and uh, I'm 27, guys. Holy crap. <clears throat> Excuse me while I clear my throat and recognize that. Wow. I am, I am past my youth and into my adult years. Well, I was last year too, but goodness gracious, here I am. Really, truly, and actually... Acknowledging that. Whew. What a trip it's been, guys. And uh, the world right now with the <clears throat> Rona and uh, the way things are, things have gone pretty crap for me in 2020. Um, the end of 2019 wasn't bad. It wasn't, like, superb, but it wasn't bad either. It was good. You know, I really I just, I liked it. And uh, 2020 started, and I was talking to some friends, and I was like, this is my year, 2020. I'm gonna grab life by the horns and just spank it. And we're gonna go charging full speed ahead into the year. We're gonna save money. We're gonna make money. We're gonna spend money. All three. And it's gonna work. <laughs> Maybe not in that order, but it's gonna work. And I'm gonna go on vacation. I'm gonna go on a cruise in 2020. I'm gonna explore the world and really get my life together and figure out who I am as a person and where I'm meant to be. Maybe fall in love. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, none of that happened. None of it. 2020 has been utter garbaggio. And, and I, I, I mean, I just, I'm not going to down the already hyped up mood I've set by my freestyle, but I am going to say this. 2020... I don't know, took the wrong medication in the morning and the, the ripple effects 
are, are, are several months lasting. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to label your medication, man. Take the right stuff at the right time on the right day or you're going you're gonna to screw everything up, you know, your body included. But, hey, I don't make the rules. I just live in the game that I've been set to play as an avatar. And uh, let's just say it this way. I wish I would have been uh, <clears throat> placed a little more to the coast where there's money. But I digress. Um, guys, 27 here. This is my birthday podcast, and I don't really have any relative direction I want to take this in. So I'm going to go ahead and start by saying um, all the things that I'm thankful for in my life July 20th, 2020. And I'm going to start at the top of the list. This is in no particular order. But I am going to say the fam. Alright, and when I say fam, I don't just mean immediate family. I mean the friends in my life who have held me down. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty relative when it comes to talking about my friends on my podcast. I don't like, you know talking about them too much because it's my podcast and I want, you know, I don't want them to be like, oh, well, you can, you can talk about all of our exploits in the world and what have you. But my friend Tyler's been on the podcast a couple of times. He's, you know, really, really good friend. We're going to start with him. He is my best friend. Guys, he is, he's holding it down for me. You know, there, there are several instances where, you know, as his roommate, especially, I'm just like, man, screw you. You're awful. But at the same time, it's, there are days where I'm just like, I can't live my life without you. You're great. I don't care if that boosts your ego or, or, or feeds it. It's true. I 100% love that guy. Like, I don't, I don't want to ever picture a part of my life where he's not in it because he's, he's been there. He's, he's a constant in my life, and he always holds it down. And it's, I can never, never think of a time where he hasn't, you know? And I just I love him. And I love my friend Nathan. He's probably my longest friendship, uh, with a bro at least, my longest bro friendship. And um, I just, I don't want to ever picture a life without him. You know, he's wonderful. He's a great guy, and he's got a lot going for him. And and I'll, I'll never not be there for him when he needs me. You know, it's like it's it's a good relationship. And then I got my friend Jennifer. She is like she's a rock. You know what I'm saying? Like a constant in my life that. It's it's like, where would ships be without a lighthouse? You know what I'm saying? She is my lighthouse. She keeps me going without hitting the shore and screwing shit up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just for lack of a better term. And she's always, always challenging me and pushing me and, and making sure that I'm growing. And I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, and I appreciate that because out of all of my friends, I think she challenges me the most and pushes me the most. And I, I just... I adore her for that, and I I can't I can't think of anybody else who cares about me enough to to push me and challenge me and, and constantly ex not only accept who I am but challenge growth because too much stagnance isn't always a good thing and and I've I've grown and grown and grown and moved further along in my journey through life as an adult. And I owe a lot of that to her because there were parts of my life before this podcast, you know, when I was in limbo and I was just existing and I was just like, you know, I, I'm meant to exist in this small part of the world. Nothing good will come of me. I may or may not find somebody and call them a soulmate. I, I just, I'm just existing. And then you threw her in the mix and it, 
it definitely shook things up. And I'd like to think for the better. And I'll never think otherwise. You couldn't convince me otherwise. I, I, I need her. I need her in my life. She just constantly, constantly pushes me and, and wants me to be a better, better man. And I love that. Um, and I got my sister and my mom always there for me. You know, I love them. My mom, bless her, she let me stay with her for the longest time. And, you know, I, I, she still probably would. But it's just like, I'm trying so hard to prove myself. I'm trying to prove myself. And I, I'm, it's not always easy. But I hope, I mean, I've tried my hardest to make her proud. Make both of my parents proud, honestly. Um, that they didn't raise a failure. That they've raised somebody. They've raised a man, you know, who holds it down. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying very hard to do that. Um, and speaking of family, I got my brothers. I got my two oldest brothers, specifically who I want to shout out. My brother, Brian Oldest, and my brother, Adam. He, they both phenomenal individuals. And I've gotten closer and closer to my brother, Adam. And I love that because I, I wasn't always the closest with him. And if I'm being honest between me and whoever's listening to this... Um, when my father passed away and I love my pops dearly and I miss him, but I think when he passed away, it like, I don't know what happened, but it feels like ever since that point, me and him have gotten closer as brothers and that's all I've ever wanted. Cause I've always looked up to him and been like, he's the perfect brother out of all of us. And I've always wanted validation from him and I never felt like I got that until recently and I just it means the world to me to know that I have a relationship that I can be proud of with my brother and my oldest brother Brian I've always always been close to him he's always been the family favorite um at least I don't know according to some people and it's just because he's around you know he just he shows up you know and that's just, that's just, sometimes that's all you need to be. And as an uncle, um, I want to be there. I, I want to just be present. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I got life going on. Maybe I'm busy a lot of the time. I don't come around physically, but I will never not be there. You know? Like, I'm never not going to be a phone call away, a video call away, a text away. You know what I'm saying? So I always want to be present in my, my nieces and nephews' life uh, and be a guiding, you know, factor you know when they want to ask something or you know my nephew's too afraid to talk to their their pops you know <laughs> like what's good reach out to uncle zach he's he's got you on lock you know what I, he, he's gonna take care of you you know and i i just, i'm always gonna be around i love my my fam i love my fam so much um those are the honorable mentions um there are tons of people on my social media who talk to me um either maybe not daily but you know every month i'll get a i'll get like a snapchat message at least a couple times, or I'll get a Facebook message. Um, and I want to say that I appreciate you and I love you. Even if you weren't mentioned here, um, I got so many friends and family, to be honest, that I, I, I love so much. So I couldn't even possibly talk about them all, but I did want to say that I love you and you know who you are. If I didn't mention you, you know, like my friend, Brittany, you're amazing. Uh, my friend, Joshua, you make great music. I love you, brother. Um, 
I got a lot of other people. My friend Christian, who I mean, we don't we haven't really kept in touch recently. Like the last few months have been super hectic and busy, and Corona's been going around, and who knows what he's doing with his life. I've been seeing a few Snapchats here and there, um, and trying to keep keep up with his podcast, Willing to Go Ham. By the way, guys, <clears throat> not to plug it, but <clears throat> Willing to Go Ham. Anyway, but. He's still a phenomenal guy, and we don't have to keep in constant touch or be like homies just to be friends, you know what I'm saying? So he's holding it down on his end. I'm holding it on my end. You know, eventually when all this shit blows over, or stuff, I'm sorry about that, guys. I need to be able, Even though I cuss a lot in my daily life, I try not to do it on my podcast, but anybody who's a, f- a frequent listener knows that already. Anyway, he's handling his stuff. I'm handling my stuff. When things calm down again, and he, you know, I'll slide through. Maybe you know, we'll hang out, you know, again. Maybe I'll be on a pod. He'll be on a pod. Something will happen, or we'll just chill. You know, you'll see my Snapchat feed blowing up with stuff, whatever that stuff may be. But I digress, and uh, I love the fam. I do, and uh, they're holding it down for me. I'm thankful for them. Um, I'm thankful for my job. Um, I doubt my coworkers listen to this or my manager especially, but I appreciate that um, my manager is being pretty dope right now. Um, I, I uh, was very complacent with my work last year, and uh, that's on me. That's my fault. So uh, I went on a 90-day – it's not probation. It's – it's like a disciplinary action thing where you're given like a written warning or something. You know, jo- all jobs have that. It's like you get a verbal and then you get a written, you know, whatever. I was given a written and that 90 days ends this upcoming Friday. And uh, that was a slap in the face. That was a wake up call. That was me realizing that I'm taking advantage of probably the best job I'll ever have. Not to say that my best job will be when I'm 26 and that my later years I'll just have worse jobs. But let's not find out if I have to have a different job because I've been working my ass off so hard to keep this job. I've been meticulous and I've still made mistakes, but my manager told me she thinks I'm trying so hard to be perfect that that's causing mistakes to happen. And she's she's understanding that these are my best stats probably ever, um, or at least in a very long time. And uh, she sees that. and acknowledges that, excuse me guys, and um, I I appreciate that, and I appreciate that because it means that I get to keep my job, which I like very, very much, thank you, Um, and I'm not perfect, I'm flawed, I'm I'm maybe not going to always do the right thing, Um, but at the same time, I... I got to take some stuff seriously in life. And as a man, as a provider, as a very old fashioned person, um, I just, I want to, I want to hold it down. You know what I'm saying? So I'm working very hard to keep this and grow from it. Maybe get a promotion, but we'll see what happens. Um, going forward. I'm thankful for the fam. I'm thankful for my job. And you know what guys? I'm thankful for for the roof over my head. You know, this apartment in Overland Park, or technically it's Merriam, um, in Kansas here is is not the uh, most cost-effective option. And um, I'll be honest, I was kind of hasty in my um, decision to move, but I do love this apartment, and I love being close to my friend Jennifer, and I love 
um, being closer to work, even though I'm working from home right now, it was nice to be closer to the office. Um, and eventually we will go back to the office. Life will go back to <clears throat> how it was before, or maybe it won't. Either way, I made that decision to move out here for a couple of different reasons. And uh, I don't regret those at all. Now, I'm thankful for my existence. You know, a lot of people don't think that's a good reason to be thankful. And I'll get your point, like, you're thankful for your existence. How does that even make sense? No, think about it from the perspective of a guy who believes in a creator who gave him a purpose. All right, like, I was put on this planet for a reason. And at and, and, and 27, I have a vague understanding of what that reason is. Um, now, if I'd have maybe done some things differently with my life, maybe I would be in a different position now and be moving towards that potential purpose I, I you know, forementioned. But um, I got I to gotta deal with the cards I was dealt. And uh, I have to be thankful for my existence because if I'm not thankful for my existence, I'm not living my best life. And I'm always talking about how I'm living my best life, you know, being thankful for what I have. And I have that persona, <clears throat> especially when I'm online and I'm posting on Snapchat or I'm posting on Instagram or especially if I'm posting on Facebook. You don't see me posting nothing depressing or sad or about that side of my life, which I do have, um, which we'll get to that, well, that the second half of the podcast, but... Um, I, I'm thankful, and I gotta be thankful, and I gotta make sure I'm happy. You know, maybe not all the time, because that's not a realistic goal or a mindset to have, but at least happy for my existence. You know, that I have a purpose. And as long as I'm moving forward with every step, I'm getting closer to that purpose. Even though I keep taking these dumb left field turns um, into the, the, I don't know, fields of nothingness versus walking towards the city in front of me with with fresh creek water you know filtered at the tap <laughs> you know I, I don't know it's a bad analogy but you get the point at least um so those are the things i'm thankful for mostly if i'd have actually made a constructive list this would have been a much better idea i'm doing this podcast by the way totally impromptu so i have zero idea what I'm saying when it comes out of my mouth until that point happens, in which case I kind of go with the flow. Um, we've been talking for 16, 17 minutes almost. Uh, let's go ahead and flippity-flop over to the other side of things and uh, talk about my 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 weekend, okay? That's what I want to talk about first, my weekend. Let's, let's keep this first half as positive as possible. Um, so, turn 27, not a big reason to celebrate. Some people do this big blowout every year. For their birthday, make it a celebration. They celebrate the whole week or, heck, even the whole month maybe. But um, not your boy. Um, with corona going around and just wearing a mask everywhere and sanitary things. And I already had friends who canceled on me for any kind of event I was having. Um, I wanted to keep it small. So my friend Jennifer, aforementioned uh, friend, and she decided that she can grill. We'll, she'll host and uh, we'll have a few few people over. We'll eat some good food. We'll play some fun games. We'll just hang out. Have a good time. A little small group of people having a good time together. And I was like, hell yeah, that's my kind of time. I got a small group of friends anyway. So let's see which of them pick and choose to come based on their work schedule, life, existence, Rona, all this stuff. 
Um, uh, my sister, I invited her. Um, <laughs> she fell asleep. <laughs> that was funny. Um, so she didn't end up getting to go. Um, I had a couple of friends who I invited. One had to work. My coworker, uh, the homie Travis, he's really cool. I like him a lot. And I invited him because um, him and I are the... I, he's the only coworker um, that I've ever hung out with outside of work. And it's just been really dope getting to know him and he's a really great guy and i was like dude i want to invite you to my birthday party because you're awesome unfortunately he has to work saturdays and he works like in the afternoon so that was a, a no-go i still wanted to invite him even if i knew he would say no because it's the invite that counts i wanted him to know hey man i care about you you're a dope guy and uh you, i want to give you the invite regardless and uh, same thing happened with uh, my friend Caleb, who I've been friends with for probably six years at this point, maybe longer. Man, I'm not good at timetables. If you listen to this, Caleb, I'm sorry. I don't remember how long. It's been a while, several years. Anyway, he ended up not wanting to go because he's just too worried about the Rona and stuff. And he's just like, nah, I'm, I'm not going out really anywhere, so don't feel bad. And I was like, okay, that's fair. That's understandable. I respect it. So it was just me and my friend Tyler and... Uh, we went to Jennifer's, and uh, Jennifer's friend, Jessica, who I've... Man, we... Jessica and I have hung out probably a good... At least maybe 10 to 20 times with Jennifer. Like, as far as Jennifer's friends go, since me and Jennifer have been friends, I think I've seen Jessica the most. And I've never really met her husband until until Saturday, and he's really cool. And I was like, dude, we have so much in common. You're super cool. Like, how have we not met before and hung out? Like, you're dope. And uh, we had a great time, actually. So I was like, that was awesome. So I really appreciate the fact that uh, Jennifer invited Jessica because I kind of feel like me and Jessica are friends now, too. You know, we've gotten to know each other over the last, what, half decade that I've been friends with Jennifer. And she's really awesome. And, uh, it's, I just, I just, I liked that she was there. She made the night a lot of fun. Um, and so did her husband, Josh. That was, that was awesome. Awesome time. Um, literally guys, just to give you a breakdown, she grilled some burgers and hot dogs, grilled some corn on the cob. It was delicious. They, um, seasoned and they peeled, uh, no, we didn't peel. We cut, uh, seasoned and baked some potatoes in the oven. They were phenomenal. Um, Made some mac and cheese to go with the the burgers as a little side dish. Made a fruit salad. That fruit salad had a lot of pineapple in it, and it was just disgusting how good it was. It was so tasty. I love pineapple. Jennifer put pineapple like banners on the staircase, and I was like, "Yo, these are fire!" And they were actually super cute. And I was like, "I love it. I love, love, love it." And I had such a fun time, you know. And it's those kind of things. Like, I had to post on my Snapchat. I don't know if you guys are following me on Snapchat. If you are not following me, you need to. It's all one word, all lowercase, fat love. P-H-A-T-L-O-V-E, just like the podcast. And I'm posting every single day almost. Um, pineapple's the best. I've, I've just... I've just never not loved pineapple, as far as I know. And I never even discovered I liked pineapple until my adult years... Because I always assumed pineapple wasn't good. And so whenever I always thought something wasn't good, I was trained to always say, if I've never had it, and I don't know if I like it, just say I don't like it. That's the out. That's the safe out. No, no, no. In the in the 
last five years, I have discovered that I like green, well, pretty all peppers, really, at this point. Green peppers are great, um, specifically, though. I like green peppers, I like mushrooms, I like pineapple, coconut's tolerable, but it's eh. I do not like tomatoes. I like cooked onions, but raw onions are, are iffy for me. I'm not a fan of them. Um, I love crunchy pickles. Flabby, soggy pickles are just not good. Um, I like spinach leaves, but I do not like iceberg lettuce or whatever the heck other lettuces there are out there. It's disgusting. Um, but ice, but spinach leaves are really good because I had a spinach leaf salad with Jennifer and there were, um, chopped up green and red peppers and it was literally tasty. I told myself this is what a cow would eat. You know, this is not good. I will not like this. And my willingness to try new things recently has opened up doors to possibilities and food that I didn't know I would even be open to. So I had a spinach salad with, with peppers and some salad dressing and it was phenomenal and I was like wow this is dope I can't believe this worked so there you have it ladies and gentlemen proof that even in your adult years your taste buds can change from your youth and you should always be willing to try new things at least once because in my 27 years I can I can say successfully that I have done that and learned a lot about myself, well, my taste buds at least, which says something about me um, as a person that I'm willing to try things and open up to new possibilities. Um, as far as goals go for this next year coming up, it's kind of this is kind of a tricky year for me because I don't know how long Rona's going to last, and I don't know how long it's going to take for the world to open up again. You know, like. Places are closed. I'm working from home. You got to wear a mask when you go out in public. I don't think, and my roommate disagrees with me on this, I don't think the world will ever recover from that. I feel like I'll be wearing a, a face mask for probably the next half decade. Even if things open back up, there are going to be new rules and regulations to, to prevent the spread, even still. You know, like, things are open up again. Business is normal. You know, but you have to wear a mask when you go grocery shopping for like the next half decade at least until science can say yay or nay to things being okay. And I feel like that's going to take a while. I I don't know what's going on with that, with the progress of that. I mean, scientists were all over the news when this first came out, but now things are quiet again and we're talking about, you know hurricane season and we're talking about all kinds of other stuff going on in the world but my only real like tangible goal is i just i just want to save up some money if i can't go out and i can't go on vacation and i can't live my life the way i want to because of you know things being shut down in the world then let me make some money you know like i'm trying so so hard to keep this job that I have right now because no other job is going to give me the kind of options I have available right now. And I'm, I'm blessed and, and thankful and never, ever, ever going to take advantage again of the position that I have. You know, it's, it was ridiculous to only, only give 70% to a job when in reality you should always give 100%. You know, that kind of skepticism I grew up with. I've always grown up with a skepticism to... To the people, to, to career choices, to jobs, to 
pretty much anything, friendships especially. I, I just I gave seventy percent. I was like, are you worth it? Is this worth it? And it it didn't do me harm. It never really did me harm. I mean, maybe if I look real close at the fine details in certain things and aspects of my life or relationships, maybe I can find something to pull from that. But this job is the first time it's ever kicked me in the butt and been like, hey man, you're a fool and an idiot and you need to probably maybe invest a little bit more than 70% of your gifts and your talent and your, you know, ability to be good at something, you know, and, and I realized that I acknowledged it. And let me tell you what, the, the, the reward is so worth it because I can actually say now with certainty that I'm giving it everything I've got. So if things go south, if things go whatever, I can at least say I tried my damnedest to give it an honest shot. And that's all anybody can do, right? So, um, let's take a little breather. I need to drink some water for one. And, uh, when I come back, we will flip the script and talk about the negs. You know what I'm saying? The negatives of things going on in my life right now. Because this, this episode is, is a birthday podcast, so I want to give you kind of a life update where I've been. And uh, I'll see you guys on the flip side in just a few seconds. So I recorded the second half of this podcast and ended up not liking a lot of it because I rambled too much and I wanted to re-record it. So this is a re-record. Everything before this point, I didn't. I liked it. I kept it. Um, I usually never do this, by the way. This is like the first or second podcast where I've ever wanted to re-record um, a whole like half-hour segment. Um, but I just didn't like where it sat with me, so I wanted to re-record it. Um, but the before-mentioned um, job situation, obviously would count as a negative in my life. I just talked about it there a little bit because it is a positive that I have a job that I like and love and care about and want to work towards improving in. Um, but otherwise, guys, um, I don't know what I talked about in the half hour. It's been a long half hour. But um, I will say this. Um, I did find out today that I have sleep apnea. And uh, that kind of kind of got to me because... Um, there's a lot of things that factor into sleep apnea, and I'm going to read them off. All right, so loud snoring, which I, I easily do have. Um, the only time a woman's going to want to be in bed with me is for fun and never for sleeping because they're going to hate sleeping next to me. So I, I'm going to just have to live with that for the rest of my life probably. Um, dry mouth, which I'm not even joking when I say this, guys. I used to think that I wasn't drinking enough water. And so I drank more water and it still was dry. So I bought a humidifier. I was like, maybe the, the room is dry and I need to, you know, fix that. Didn't happen. So I'm like 90% sure my dry mouth now is confirmed because of the sleep apnea, which means I've had sleep apnea for several years, if that's the case. Because I've only had a dry mouth when sleeping for like the last like maybe six years, seven, I don't know. The second one says feeling groggy upon waking. And this is a true story. Every now and again, I will wake up and my left eye will be so dry and irritated. It will bother the crap out of me. And it will take it. I'm not even joking. Like two or three hours to feel better. It's awful. I'll have to get water and like, like 
not poke my eye, but like get water, like dip my finger in some water and like drip water droplets into my eye. And it's, it's still takes it forever to not be irritated. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's awful. Another one is depressed mood. Now, I could talk about depression, and I did, for a while. And this is mostly the reason why I re-recorded it was because I went way too in-depth on my depression, which I probably should not have done. So I'm re-recording this. Um, but there was a point during quarantine where... I was depressed for probably eight or nine weeks, um, which the quarantine is a big negative for this year as well. Um, but like, I hadn't been that depressed since like high school and like high school depression is whatever. Nobody likes me. You know, life is meaningless. Insert emo song from, you know, some emo group, you know, but you grow out of it. You get older, life gets better, you start to realize, well, maybe this isn't the end of the world. Maybe when I have more control over things in life, I can be happier, which I did. And I thought that, you know, that was just a season. But adult depression is so much different. Oh, my God. Like, I was, I was, there were points where I would be playing a video game, having the time of my life. And, like, it's almost like a switch got flipped in my brain. And I was just like... I don't want to play this anymore. I want to turn on a movie that's not a good, like a sad movie or just a regular movie and just not pay attention to the movie half the time and just lay on the couch and ponder my existence. It was weird. And it's, a, it's I don't recommend it. It's not fun. And then, um, and I, I used to think that I don't, I don't know that I could link depressed mood to sleep apnea. Maybe it factors into some of my mood swings, but I think I had a whole separate depression thing from sleep apnea when I was growing up. And my parents were always of the mindset, you tough it up. You know, you don't share your feelings. You know, you know how they have that movement right now where men can show their feelings and men can cry and you don't have to be tough. I appreciate that because there are, I was raised that exact way that I am not allowed to show my emotions. I have to be a man. I have to provide and I have to show no weakness. And that's why my walls are so thick, so high, so fortified because I cannot afford to show weakness because that makes me lesser of a person by doing that, which isn't the case. And I love the fact that they're trying to break these, these stereo, these, not stereotypes per se, but like they're trying to break these um, mindsets that people have, you know, like that's not the case. We're allowed to have feelings too. And I very much feel them in a very extreme way. Um, and then the next one says lack of concentration followed by poor memory. Now this is the Dutch of the drums, you know what I'm saying? When the punchline gets thrown out there, because this is the one, two punch that knocks me out the most. I, pretty sure my whole life I've blamed myself for not being smart enough. I always told myself I was stupid, not in a way that degrades me, but I told myself I was stupid in a way that meant I'm not meant to be smart. And that's the dumbest thing you could ever tell yourself growing up is that you're not meant to be smart. But I always told myself I, I'm, I'm not smart because I'm not meant to be. But maybe... I've always had a problem 
with concentrating and remembering things and I didn't know it so I couldn't proactively work on correcting it. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. I don't know. But that was interesting to read. Now the other two say early morning headache and daytime fatigue or excessive sleepiness. I don't have those features. Like even if I have, like I do, it's been confirmed. Even if I have severe sleep apnea, they told me, um, I still wake up feeling rested. It's not like I'm, I'm like horribly tired when I wake up. I'm miserable. I'm, I am groggy. I, I do have a dry mouth and I'm not in the best mood all the time when I wake up. Sometimes I'm in a better mood than other days. It just depends. Um, especially if that's the day that I end up um, swelling my uvula because the reason why I wanted to take the sleep apnea study in the first place was to find out why my uvula was swelling up. Now, funny coincidence, the first night I slept, I kept the equipment on and my uvula did swell up the next day. They told me that I was getting 77% oxygen in my brain while I was sleeping. 77%. You know how low a number that is? The next night was 85% oxygen. That's horrible for my health. You know, I could I could effectively work out really hard, eat healthy, and then my sleep apnea would prevent me from losing weight because it'll slow down my oxygen in my brain that my body has to work harder and I can't burn fat cells and I can't, you know, do the stuff that your normal body would do to keep you healthy and alive. And that's garbage. And I'm, I feel cheated by, I don't even know, by my, like, parents or by my history or my genealogy or something genetics I don't know but I feel cheated and I feel like I should have been dealt a better hand and uh, it just feels like it's not a win this year at all it just feels like this whole year is a big L stamped on my forehead I'm not allowed to be happy I'm not allowed to be satisfied and I mean in my personal life it's just like if I could pick anybody in the world to be with, I already know hands down who I'd pick. And it wouldn't be a celebrity. It wouldn't be some bullshit name off of a list. You know? It just doesn't make any sense. My life's been pretty good, though. Like, I'm not going to go over here and talk for 30 minutes again about how, you know, things have been more negative than positive. We all know that. Corona just took the world by storm, spread like wildfire, and we're living in the consequences of our decisions and actions. And And I think this whole thing could have been prevented if we'd have been better to our, our planet. Um, but, you know, things happen, life happens, we have to deal with it, you know, and uh, get better. But those are the real negatives, you know. I have sleep apnea now. I have to deal with that. I have gout still, even though I have medication to treat it. It's not affecting me very much lately. I mean, I haven't had a problem with my gout, but one time since I've been on medication for a couple years, and I am so thankful for that medication I'm taking because it's it's preventing me from having a flare-up, and I, I, I can't express the amount of pain I'm in when I have a gout flare-up. It's miserable. And um, the blood pressure, the weight, I mean, I would love to be under 300 pounds. I mean, I'm just over by 30. I'd love to go down to 275, 260, you know? I'd love to be healthy. And is the sleep apnea stopping me? Maybe. Um, oh, I did not mention this earlier. 
um, I talked to the, the sleep study and I was like, so what do we have to do to get moving on preventing the sleep apnea, like dealing with the sleep apnea, right? Like being proactive. Um, I don't know about your guys' insurance, but mine has like a $3,000 deductible, which is ridiculous because they're telling me I have to pay $650 out of pocket for the sleep apnea device. And then I have to stay there one night so they can show me how to use it. And there's a whole lot of other fees involved. And last month, they didn't pull my June payment for my braces. So I got double charged for my braces this month. Plus, they charged me $250 a week ago for the sleep study device that I used. I don't have that kind of money just lying around in my savings account. My savings account has literally been sliced in half. And I'm terrified of ever, ever, ever not having enough money. It terrifies me. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to be able to afford that. So I'm going to have to figure that out. And that's mostly what I ranted about for 30 minutes, which I feel like wasn't worth spending that much time on, which is why I'm re-recording it. Um, but look, I joke, but like my friends, the, I got three presents for my birthday this year. All three of them were cash. Well, no, I got four. Three of them were cash. And I appreciate that. Look, my friend Jennifer, um, her and I um, always, like, when we spend time together, we're always, like, out doing something like sports or we're going to the movies or we're hanging out, having a good time, doing what friends do. And um, me personally, I try to one-up myself every year with what I get her because she means the absolute world to me. And I love her. And so I always try to one-up myself. And I'm also very honest with her. I've, I've never lied to her. And I have told her about stuff going on in my life recently. And uh, usually, like, you know, she'll get me a good gift every year. You know, she's awesome. She's my friend. Obviously, that happens. Um... She gave me cash this year and said, I know it feels impersonal, but I know that you could definitely use it. And she also made me a home-cooked meal. So she said, I hope that the home-cooked meal is enough and the cake I made from scratch. Which, by the way, guys, <laughs> very good cake. Um, and, like, a lesser man would have cried, but <laughs> me, I'm a man. A uh, high-quality man, by the way. <laughs> Top tier. So I held my tears, um, and uh, it meant the it meant the world to me. Like it really did. The fact that she wants to help me, just I I I don't have words. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I give her a long hug. I was like, "You're a rock," and I said this in the first half. I said, "You're a rock. You 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 keep me going. I I, I need you in my life because you're always there." You're so constant and such a good, a good reinforcement of everything in the world that I, I just, I need. And I just, I've had a bad, a bad July. This whole month has been really crap. It's been the worst budget of my life or of my month or year or t decade. 
take your pick. It's been horrible. And I've been pelted left and right with, with finance problems and trying so hard to combat them and fight them and be smart and be responsible. And then I'm like, I'm eating out more than I should be and I'm beating myself up about it. And then I'm like, the gym may be closed, but you can go to the park and Jennifer and I play tennis every week now or every other week when we can make it work. And uh, I'm trying to get an earlier schedule so we can make that work during the week now, just in case. Because, you know, she's busy a lot on the weekends um, with stuff going on. And I'm just like, this is some life I'm living. I'm battling so many things at once. And thank God I have the friends I have because I never feel like I'm alone. And I appreciate that. But anyway, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast. Um, for funsies, I will go ahead and put another freestyle at the end of the podcast. Who knows what it's going to be? I just, I really loved that beginning of the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Again, to my, my roommate, my best friend Tyler, to Jennifer, to Nathan, to my sister, my mom, my brothers, um, my family. You know, I love you guys. I love you guys more than I could ever express. And even though I'm not able to show that with gifts, even though one of my, you know, love languages is gifts of affection, I, I I love showing people affection through my through gifts and through, you know, words and stuff. Even though I can't do that for you guys, I want to say it. I love you guys. Each and every one of you for different reasons. But you've always been a constant and that's the one thing that's that's stable amongst you all. And I love you for that. Thank you for tuning in to episode 61 of Fat Love Talk. Um, the plugity plug, since I have not done a podcast in a while, of course, if you're new um, or you're a first-time listener, welcome and thank you for choosing this podcast as your first. Hopefully you take time to listen to the older podcasts, even if they're not as relevant, considering I talk about gaming stuff in the moment. Um, but you can always see my opinions on certain topics based on the title of the episode. Um, I'm on Twitter at fat love. My second Twitter account is, um, P creative one, four, five. Um, you can check that one out. And, uh, my Snapchat is just fat love. You can find me there posting pretty much daily content. That's where I'll post the most. And, uh, you'll find me here at a fat love talk posting them podcasts when I can. And uh, mad love to everybody who, uh, stuck it out. I love you guys. See you guys on the next podcast. I'll end it with the aforementioned freestyle. All right, I'm out. I want to say happy birthday. <laughs> yo, yo, Fat Love on the pod. Closing down shop. Here we are at the end again. This is something I'm trying do you like the freestyle? Yeah, here I am. I'm trying, but I don't really quite understand. I'm so bad at freestyling, but here I am taking my shot. Here, have a hand. You've been dealt. Gonna play what you got. Are you gonna win? No, sir. I am 27 years old. Have I won? I'm not even close to winning yet, but I'm not gonna give up yet. I got a couple draw sixes and I'm gonna put them in the deck. And I'm gonna draw better cards next time. Don't you know I'm not with the same hand all my life? 
cards get added, cards get played, and then cards get deleted, but I don't know. I'm not modifying rules. I'm just living by the set I've been given. My pops, looking down from heaven, hope he's smiling on me. Pops, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. I don't understand what life is, but I'm living it anyway. And so far, I gotta say, it's pretty challenging, but I'm gonna win the race as long as I can get up so I can race. Got my feet, got my gout under control, so I'm gonna run, gonna race. Till the end, when I win. 27, I love the fam. Tyler Nathan and Jennifer, you the fam and you're always gonna be there. I love you guys. My pillar, my constant. Mad love everybody, mad love.